Yes sir. 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 Yes Yes. Hello and welcome to Ballaholics New and Old. It's a ball sports podcast. It's a podcast with balls about balls. I'm Buddha. And uh, we're here, you know, on your head tops. A couple weeks later. Nels, how you doing? Episode 233. 233. Hey, listen, man, I'm, I'm good, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm good. I'm hanging in now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm chilling like a villain. You know what I'm saying? It's heavy on penicillin. Ready to do whatever it takes for a winner. You know what I mean? Just out here. You know what I'm saying? Vibing, riding, vibing, surviving, grinding, minding, my business. <laughs> hey, all that was off top, man. Hey, Drizzy, holla at me, man. Drizzy, holla at me. Yeah, he needs you for something for that last album. Oh, you snapping, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why you? Damn, Buddha, why you snap? So sorry, it's not it's not <laughs> a bad album. It's just not for me. There you go. That sounds about better. I would have preferred the. That, I, I'm just gonna say I would have preferred the instrumental of the album instead. Oh, see, damn, Buddha, why you snapping? So, uh... <laughs> my bad. <laughs> My bad, hey, Drizzy. I ain't mean to catch. I ain't even to shoot no strays your way. That's my bad. Jay don't even listen to this podcast, but he will uh, now. My, my, right, and you know he, he petty. Get, yeah, he about to get you on the diss track, Drizzy. Just I'm understand about, if you. I'm gonna have to lock Bria's DMs up. Facts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying Nels didn't say any of this. Right. As a matter of fact. <laughs> The views of a Austin Budaszewski does not match the views of one ball sports podcast. <laughs> Aubrey, stay away from my wife's DMs. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, that's funny, bro. That don't is come over funny. here. Don't come over here with that patois shit. Real talk. <laughs> so what's up? So, so I don't know. I don't know how did we get here, my man. I, I don't know, but I like I like when we drift into random conversations before we talk about <laughs> sports. Facts. Sports. Um. Well, I mean, I guess in the spirit of fighting, uh, we could talk about some of the. the... Hey, but wait! Before we do that, oh, bro, how are you? How are you, bro? Oh, man! Thanks for asking, man. You know, I'm good, man. I'm good. Just okay. living life, you know, working all that, all that good stuff. I like that, man. That's that's what I'm talking about, man. Yeah, man. Living, living. I need a vacation, though. I need a vacation. I'll tell you that much, and I'm looking forward. Uh, to uh, hanging out with you this weekend, but we'll actually discuss that in a in a couple minutes here. First, I want to transition to talk about the UFC. Um, you know, as as you all know, when we talked a couple weeks back, that upcoming weekend was going to be a huge weekend in the combat sports slash sports entertainment world. <clears throat> and um, so on Saturday night. We had UFC 276, and I'm not going to go through the whole card. I'm just going to highlight some of the the standouts. Um, honestly, it was a good card all the way around. Um, you had a lot of submissions, and a lot of the decisions um, 
even though they were decision victories, like they were violent fights. So you weren't, it wasn't mm-hmm. like dumb shit. And that is up until we get to the main card. So I was, that was basically just talking about the, the prelims and everything. We had two people retire also during the prelims. Um, first, Jessica I. Yes, sorry. Yeah, Jessica I. She retired um, after losing by yes, unanimous decision to, to Macy Barber. Um, she's had a long career. She was 15 and 11. Um, never really saw the title. I think she had like one championship fight that she lost. Uh, but she still had a really good career. Um, so, you know, she went out on her terms. She was ready to, to call it. Um, and then later on in the card, Cowboy Donald Cerrone um, lost to Jim Miller by submission in the second round. Uh, you know, he ends his career 36 and 17. You know, he went out the way I think everybody would want to. You know, when Joe Rogan was talking to him, he was like, you know, honestly, he's like, I just don't love it anymore. And like, yeah. that's, that's when you know it's time. You know, you've, yeah. you've made your money. You've had your bonuses. He has the record for most bonuses of any fighter in UFC history. Most performance. Really? Yeah, like performance of the night, knockout of the night, all those like bonuses. He's earned the most over the course of his career than anybody. Has he, but, but has, he won, has he won a belt? He's won no. a belt, right? No. That's crazy. He's fought but for he's the belt, like, didn't win it. But he's one of those guys who's like, I've given you like Hall of Fame worthy fights. Like... He's just one of them guys, bro. Like one of the, like a Nate Diaz type, who you know is just gonna go out there, bang your head, um, do it his way. He's like, but a more crowd friendly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Nate Diaz, before before I forget, did you um, did you see what he said about uh, UFC holding on to his contract and stuff? Yeah, he's not happy about it. I didn't get a chance to really thoroughly look into it, but I guess yeah, he definitely. has one or. Uh, one fight left on his contract, and the UFC is refusing to book him in a fight. Damn. So he can't go like box Jake Paul like they were wanting to do. And he, oh, and really? Get the bag. Yeah, he can't do it while he's under contract with the UFC. So he's asking no the UFC to give him a fight. The UFC's way. not doing it. No way. Yeah, because I think they want they really want Nate to re-sign with the UFC. So I think they're trying to hold him hostage, and I'll. I just don't know what they're hoping to gain from this. Because if we've, if there's one thing we've learned about the Diaz brothers over the years, they do not give a fuck. Like, yeah. I just, you know, my whole thing about it is, is like, I think at the end of the day, like, especially after reading a little bit more about Dana White, I mean, Dana White also doesn't give a fuck. No. So I think, yeah. So I think, like, when it all boils down to, like, ultimately. That's why he gets into these situations with these guys because people are always like, oh, that's bad for business or whatever the case may be. And which it is, but you know, in the same context, like, JIT don't really care. Like, real, like really and truly, like, you know, I, I heard just a smidget of his interview or whatever the case may be. And it's like, it's not like he doesn't care because he's an asshole. I think that's where things get misconstrued. He's not, he's not an asshole. I just think like, He's one of those who doesn't care because in his mind, he's like, it ain't going to get any worse than where I was before. Like, I'm hella rich. This is hella successful. We'll kind of be fine with or without you. Like, we've had bigger draws leave and we've kind of made it work. You know what I mean? So I always think that's interesting to see his demeanor, especially after reading those 
reading the articles I've read on him, hearing him in interviews or whatever the case may be, like, I mean, he kind of, he took some risks. Yeah. He took some risks, you know what I mean? And I'm like, you know, I, I think Diaz is in a bad situation because I can think of like four or five bigger draws that Dana White has definitely been like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I really don't need to listen to you. Like, right. he's done it to Jones. He's done it to McGregor. He's done it to Lesnar. <clears throat> Cause you really, know what I'm saying? <laughs> cause, yeah, because really, Nate really just wants the bag because a lot of these guys, if they get a chance to fight Jake Paul, they're getting the biggest bag they've gotten in their career. Facts. That That is true. That is very like, true. Like, out of all career... Why do you think Tyron Woodley decided to fight this man twice and lose twice? Yeah. Like, he's like, fuck it, I don't care. Yeah, I got embarrassed, whatever, I lost, but I just got two crazy checks. I think he got paid, like, 30 mil for each Yep. type shit. Like, come yep. on, bro. And the fact that, like, Jake Paul has, like, said multiple times, he's caught out Dana White and said, look... I will go into the UFC and fight one of your fighters, UFC rules, if you will just give the fighters better pay. Yep. Yeah, so, I don't know, man. But, anyways, so back to UFC 276, unless you had anything else to say on the matter? No, no, that was it. I just, I kind of wanted to just segue because I felt like we weren't yeah. going to talk about it and then I felt like it was a little important. No, I'm, no, I'm glad you did that for sure. Um, and, you know, so in that same fight, the guy who beat him, Jim Miller, um, now has the most wins in UFC history. The most, like, that, the most UFC wins. Which is crazy because, like, I honestly do not remember this guy. Yeah. Uh, I think he's always just been one of those mid-card guys. Right. But he just, like, stacks up wins, but then he'll lose, like, the important fights. And then he'll get on a win streak again, but then lose important fights. So he kind of just drifts there. But he's always going to give, like, a good performance, whether he wins or loses. Shout um, out to him. So to the main card, to start things off... um, Sean O'Malley versus Pedro Munoz ends in a no contest uh, due to an eye poke. Uh, very disappointing uh, because this was... A phantom-ass eye poke. Yep. Let's, let's let's put that out there, please. So... Jesus. Well, I'm actually... Really, as you can tell, I'm, I'm a little upset about this, but go ahead. So, you know what's crazy? Because, you know, people on the internet start getting to sleuthing and trying to figure things out, right? right. So... You know how when he, the replay shows it was just his his finger kind of brushing the eyelid? Yeah. That was on his right eye. The left eye is the injured eye. So mm. a few um, like rewinds back, uh, Sean O'Malley threw a punch, a clean punch, and the knuckle went into the left eye. So it was a clean punch, nothing dirty about it. And then they called the no contest because of that finger poke. But yeah, it, so the fight shouldn't have been stopped. Or if anything, it would it should have been a TKO in Sean O'Malley's favor. favor. Correct. Yeah. So Interesting to see how the UFC is going to handle that moving forward. Right. Well... Um, Sean O'Malley has called his shot already, wants to fight again in September, and he wants Henry Cejudo 
to come out of retirement because he's been running his mouth. So Huda was a two division champion. Um, he would always do that ugly grit face when yeah. he won. Um, yeah, I remember him. And he's just been talking a lot of shit from the bench, basically. And Sean O'Malley, like Sean O'Malley, was doing an interview um, after the fight, and while he was interviewing Henry Cejudo, who's with his guy, who he was in the corner for, starts barking over at Sean O'Malley, like, "Oh man, I could use a little tune-up fight. I could use a little tune-up." Like basically just trying to big time Sean. And Sean's like, "Can you actually go now? Like, you good to go? Like, I'm. We we can if you're serious. Like, there's nothing so." Sean's been calling a shot like, hey, you want to come back? I would gladly be that guy. So it'd be interesting to see if that fight gets made. But I think you either do that or you run this fight back. But who knows how long um, Munoz is going to be out because he has like a, a scratch retina or whatever. I don't right. know how long that shit takes to heal. So, I mean, I would try to get Sean back in there as quick as possible if I'm Dana White in the UFC. Right. Because um, I know some of these cards need to get bulked up a little bit, and he's a guy who draws. He's he's young, and he already draws a fan base. Um, yeah, he needs. I, I'm gonna need him to. I'm gonna need him to get an t- opportunity to climb up the uh, this ranking before it's too late. Because mm-hmm. he's really good. He's really good, and I mean, it's it's starting to become clear that there is a there is a definite fear of him for sure. Right. For sure. So I, I need my dog to get on, man, because it's starting to get ridiculous out here in these streets. Yeah. And Sean has said he's not he's not chasing the, the belt. He's chasing knockouts. Oh, really? Yeah. He said, I don't. Oh, he's that guy. Yeah, he's like, I don't care about the title. He was like, he's like, I'm out there to put on performances. I'm like, I feel you. Am I not trying to stack up, man? <laughs> he's like, he's like, you're going to pay me what you pay Connor. He's like whether I'm fighting for the title or not. He's like I'm gonna be that. I'm gonna be that guy that's headlining pay per views. That's drawing like a million him. buys. You know, like I like him a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah I fuck with Sean. Um, I like him. I like him a lot. Uh, up next, uh, Brian Barberena knocks out Robbie Lawler. Um, put that boy on skates. Um, second round knockout. Robbie Lawler's kind of getting older. So I, that he is. I don't know how many more, and he takes a lot of punishment when he fights too. So I, I don't know. I think we we might be seeing the final uh, last few fights. The here. final countdown. Yeah, it's the yeah. final countdown. He's he's definitely on the clock. So, um, the middleweight fight up next: uh, Sean Strickland versus Alex Pajeda. Alex Pajeda knocks him out in the very first round. Um, so, at first, I was very confused uh, because Sean Strickland was ranked number four going into the fight, and mm-hmm. Pajeda was not ranked at all. So, I'm like, right. why is this happening? I was like, is, there, is it so thin at, at this weight class? And it turns out the reason Pajeda got that fight is because in, in Israel Adesanya's entire fighting career, including kickboxing, he has two losses on his entire fighting career. Both of those losses came to Alex Pajeda when they were kickboxing in Japan. Really? Yes. One, he lost by decision the first fight. The second fight, he got knocked unconscious, Israel Adesanya. Really? Yeah, to the point they had to give him oxygen. 
So... Really? Uh, obviously, this is a very different Israel Adesanya. And we'll get to that main event in a second. Um, but Israel had even said at the press conference, he told Sean Strickland, because Sean Strickland was saying he wasn't scared of Alex Pajeda striking. He's going to stand a man with him. And even Israel said, I'm telling you right now, bro, if you don't want to do that, you're making a mistake. And Sean Strickland went in there as cocky as he is, tried to stand and bang, and got put to sleep. Yeah, it went to decision unanimous. Is he in the first one? Yep. Glory of Heroes. And then Glory of Heroes 7 in Brazil, KO left hooked in the third round. Yeah, unconscious. Jesus. It was one of those, like, like, stiffened up and, like, went to bed. So that's why he's getting a little bit of a push because he's legit. Yep, and that's why he's. This was a number one contenders fight, so he gets the title shot next. But we'll get to that get in a second. Out. We're gonna di- we'll discuss that in a second. Hold it, hold it, just hold that. Because before that, there was another fight in the co-main event. It was um, Alexander Volkanovski defending his title against Max Holloway um, for the featherweight championship. Alexander Volkanovski won by unanimous decision. Super dominant fight. Max Holloway he was did bleeding. Um, he did dominate. Volk he dominated had crazy. very little damage at all to him. It was a clean sweep every single round. Every judge scored it 50-45. Um, he, he put on a master class. And that was the third fight of their trilogy. He won all three fights. So I don't think we'll ever see that fight again. Um, I don't know what this means for Max Holloway now. I think he's going to have to probably fight a couple more times if he wants another title shot. Um, he could change divisions. Or he could change divisions. Um, but Volkanovski is, wow, like, excellent. Excellent. That whole camp of those New Zealanders, like Volkanovski, Kai Kara France, Israel Adesanya, like, them guys are, whew. Imagine, They're nasty. Imagine, imagine your camp has two UFC champions, two active UFC champions. That are dominant. That are dominant. Sheer dominance, bro. Like, and we can go right from there into that. The main event, Israel Adesanya versus Jared Cannonier for the uh, the, well, the middleweight title, sorry. Uh, Israel Adesanya wins, again, in dominant fashion. You could maybe give Cannonier one round. Um, a lot of people did not like this fight, and let me just give my take on this. Um, I think a lot of people don't realize, when you are the champion, that comes with things. That comes with the sponsorships, that comes with the commercials, that comes with those extra bags, those main event bags that you get from the UFC, right? So when you are no longer champion, you lose all of that. You go back down, pay scale. So when you have that championship, I'm not putting myself on the line for anybody I'm doing what I got to do to keep this belt. If I put you away, I put you away. If I win by decision, I win by decision. So a lot of people give Israel Adesanya grief for how this fight went down. First of all, enter to the Undertaker theme music with the Undertaker hat, the smoke, and he had an urn that had Jared's name on it. Um, So fucking A+. While Vince, Triple H, Stephanie, and Pat McAfee with the neck brace, uh, we'll discuss that later. We're there in attendance for that. Um, and then... 
you put on this performance where, as we know and have discussed, Israel Adesanya is a counter-striker. So, honestly, the bulk of the blame, in my opinion, falls on Jared Cannonier here. If you want the title, you need to get the title. Right. No one's going to hand that title to you. Right. So, honestly, and you're the more aggressive out of the two, and you weren't. You were Correct. And you just and and you just let uh, Adesanya really kind of pepper you up throughout, get some solid kicks in here and there, and you know solid clinch work and things like that. And yeah, man. What I like what I like about the UFC more than anything as a as a as a fighting brand is they are real deal about their champions. Like the champions who are champions, they took it. Mm. Izzy, when he won the championship, took when he shit. won his belt, he took the belt. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Volkanovski took the belt. Uh, Nganu took the belt. So you should never be able to win the belt by decision unless you legitimately took away this person's soul. And Cannoneer didn't do Yo, that. If they wasn't the better fighter. Pause. If they made a stipulation... Where you could only win the title by finish, like you had oh. to finish the person. Oh, those fights would be so much better. Oh my god, continue. The, but fights, holy would be so, the shit. fights would be so much better. Holy like, shit! Like honestly, they would be they would be so much better. You know what I mean? And like, and at the end of the day, like you know, the thing about it is, is like people are like, oh, like you know, Izzy, like he's changed up or whatever. Duh. Yeah. He like, what he wasn't champion. Duh. Now he's champion. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, the whole thing about it is, is like, you know, he he won that bad boy off of who? Robert uh, Whitaker. He won that off Robert Robert Whitaker. Knocked his ass out when he Robert was say, Robert was saying he didn't have power and he put his you know ass to sleep. And then Paul and then Paulo uh, Costa got TKO'd. Yep. Right, because he he Paulo Costa was talking trash, but Paulo Costa was trying to take the belt. Yeah, and that's <laughs> so Izzy, and that's Izzy the had problem. To put, in, put hands. Yeah, and that that there lies the problem right there. Like you're either going to put on a boring fight because you're not going to try, or you're going to try and get knocked the fuck out because Izzy knows what you're doing before you do. <laughs> right, and then you had Jan Blahovich, which really. Mm-hmm. Different weight class and only lost because Jan took him down and kind of just laid on him. So he had all I that. Mean, cont- exactly. He had the control. So he found his way to take the belt. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and these these are the things that I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Like, you, these fighters changing. It's crazy because we, we, we talk this mess about Izzy, but we don't talk this mess about Nganu. Nganu has had the most change since he's won his belt. Right. Right? Because he got his belt off of Stipe Miocic. Mm-hmm. Who he who he won with the he beat him with hands. Yep. Right? He took the belt. And Cyril Gagne was about to take the belt also. And Ngannou was like, Well, shit, he's he's essentially gonna take my belt. I gotta put some hands on him now. I, I gotta figure it out. So he wrestled his ass. Yes, but did. this is this is this is pure fighting though. Mm-hmm. This has gotta be Cannoneer didn't exactly do that. Did he put up a bad fight? No. But he right. was he didn't aggress and he didn't fight like he normally fights. You know what I mean? Whether it's because he's scared or because Izzy's got it like that, we'll never really know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you know, we can't talk about what we what we know. We we can talk about what we saw, 
You know what I mean? And and for people to sit there and be like, oh yeah, like is he, you know, let the streets down with this one? It's like, no, he didn't. He ain't feeding you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't know, man. Like I I just feel like people got it all mixed up. Yeah. We got it all wrong. Well, you know, I'll tell you this much. Now that that's all been said, this fight between Israel Adesanya and uh, Pajeda is going to be nuts. Uh, the hype is going to be crazy. Alex Pajeda, sorry. Um, especially that, that whole narrative of the fact that he's gotten knocked out by him and he's lost twice to him. You know, those are kickboxing rules. Like, it's a whole different game. Both have grown in different ways and shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oof. And, and Alex Pajeda is aggressive. He is very aggressive. That's just his style. Um, so, oof. I'm, no, the fight's going to be really good. I I'm feel excited. like that is a guy That is a guy who will go and take the belt. Yeah. So now Izzy, now Izzy's really going to have to fight. Yes. You know what I mean? So it's gonna. I think overall it's going to be a good fight. Did they already schedule when that's going to happen? Or? Not yet. I think they got to wait and see. Uh, it, honestly, it probably won't take long because... Uh, Pajeda won in the first round, didn't take damage. And Izzy, even though he won a full five rounds, he was relatively kept clean. He didn't really get hit like that. So I imagine he'll he won't have a medical suspension of very long. So they could they could run that back soon. It's just a matter of finding a you know what's a good month to have a, a huge pay per view and shit. So we'll see. We'll see. I hope I hope it's soon. But yeah, so that was that. Um, any other takeaways from the night, or do you want me to move on to wrestling? We move on to wrestling. I just thought it was a really good card. It, it didn't. It definitely didn't let anybody down. That's for sure. Only only thing that was tragic was just my dog Sugar Sugar Sean didn't get on. Right, 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 right. So, and hopefully we'll see him again soon too, because he didn't take any damage either, um, other than a few leg kicks. Um, facts. All right, so transitioning over that same night, uh, a little bit down the street, uh, WWE was having their Money in the Bank pay per view uh, that they do every year. So I'll just go through uh, the matches and let you know who the winners. Uh, first match, the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Uh, I think both ladder matches were really good this year. Um, Liv Morgan, she won the the briefcase. Uh, given, given her her biggest win uh, of her career up to that point, um, so that was good to see. Um, she's really over with the crowd. Um, I would have preferred to see Becky Lynch have it, or you know, I don't know somebody else. But yeah, that's what it is. Uh, but yeah, good for her. Um, Not good for her. <laughs> good, good for her. Up next, we had... Uni- I like Liv. I like Liv, too. I just... I don't think she's ready to be champion. She's mm-hmm. She botches a lot. Uh, mm. She messes up on the mic as well, like, pretty frequently. Um, I don't know. I just feel like she has more work to do, but because she's, like, a pretty face that the crowd loves, like, they're kind of just strapping the rocket ship to her, and it's like, I mean... The crowd can love her, and she doesn't necessarily have to be the champion. Like, right? You could put her in a good program doing something without giving her the title. But 
we'll get we'll get to that in a minute, I guess. Um, up next for the United States Championship, Bobby Lashley versus Theory. Uh, Bobby Lashley wins the title from Theory. Um, and it was a pretty good match. Uh, Theory's really good in the ring. Uh, he sold he, he sold well for Bobby. Uh, Bobby, being the baby face, you know, comes out on top, wins the title, gives a good moment, and um, you know that wouldn't be the last that we see of Theory as this night progressed. Yeah, and and and, and you know, it's cool that it's giving. You know, I'll say this much: like, I, I I'm not a fan of Theory, like the biggest, but what I will say is. He he gave the United Championship some the United States Championship some heat. Right. Only reason being was because he kind of reminded me of how Edge was when he had the rated R um, belt. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's that's kind of what I liked about it is that it reminded me of that where he's not really fighting anybody, or he's finding ways to keep the belt for longer or whatever the case may be. So it was cool to see Bobby get it. You know what I'm saying? Because now, what it is 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 that, you know. Um, I think Bobby will be like a fighting champion. Oh, for sure. He'll be he'll be a fighting champion. So I think I think that'll work out well um, for for that belt. And I've always said, you know, I've always been a fan of the United States Championship belt. It was one of my favorite belts when I was a little kid. I think Sting held it for a little bit, and Hacksaw Jim Duggan held it for a little bit, and it was cool to see. Uh, I thought it was one of the better looking belts, the old school belt. And I think they've done pretty well by that belt. The only one that wasn't really fine like that was probably the John Cena spinner belt. Oh, God, but, those spinner belts. Uh, I yeah, wish they the never spinner. existed. The, man. Cha- the, the WWE Championship spinner belt wasn't that bad. Uh, especially especially when they got rid of the spinning part and just kind of kept it straight up. It wasn't that bad of a belt. It, but it, honestly, I didn't like it. It looked like a toy to me. I think the only reason, well, I could be wrong, but I think the only reason why it looked like a toy was because it came as a spinner. I feel like if it wasn't a spinning belt and it was just a straight up belt, it wasn't that bad. It's not the worst, right? I don't think. I guess I because I, I, I don't like I don't like this new belt. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, me neither. I don't like it because it's bulky. Like I don't like bulky belts. I like when it's just the smooth. Like that's why the the world heavyweight championship belt from WCW. The big gold belt. It's mm-hmm. it is it's the perfect championship in my it's opinion. Classic. It's it's beautiful or, to look or at. Or the double the double winged old school WWE yes, championship. Yes, belt. yes, that yes, belt yes. Was phenomenal. Beautiful, was phenomenal. just yeah, beautiful old belts. school classic belts. That's why I like For the sure. same with like the Intercontinental, the the white. Um, Never change title. it again. Oh, it's beautiful, but it, yeah, that's, that old. School but now bat, it's yeah. they don't, that's not it anymore. Now it's a I big know they bulky belt. They love these big bulky belts. The old school Johns was beautiful, bro. So, you know, that's why I like the United States Championship belt, the look of it. I'm happy that, you know, uh, Lashley has it. I hope he has it for a while. Yeah. Um, you know, because, again, I, like I said, like, those belts, yeah, sure, they're second-tier belts or whatever, but I'm like, come on, man. Like, the history behind those belts are great. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I feel like that shouldn't be lost on anybody. It's a damn shame that it is. You know what I mean? And we got to do better. Christ. We got to do a little better. Um, but, um, yeah, shout-out to Bobby Lashley. That's my dog. You're um, is my dog now. Up next uh, for the Raw Women's Championship, Bianca Belair versus Carmella. Bianca Belair successfully retains her title. It was an okay match. This was supposed to be Bianca versus Rhea Ripley, uh, which I would have been super excited for. Rhea's out for there's a medical issue she's dealing with. Yeah, like the the she had like a a, a pacemaker or something in her something, heart. Don't it? Yeah, or like something that's monitoring it for something. So. You know, prayers to her. I hope everything's going to be okay. I hope it's just Facts. more of a, a 
precautionary measure that they're taking to just make sure things are Carmella straight. can't wrestle. She, yeah. yeah. Like, at this at this point, it's, it's painfully clear. Yeah. She's pretty as hell. And she's great on the mic. Mm-hmm. But she's got a lot of personality and she's got pop. But mm-hmm. she cannot wrestle. You know what I mean? And I think I think she has I think she has good pop because she's so cool as a person. Right. But it's just like, damn, bro. Like even I'm not gonna lie to you, like uh I watched the match at in Raw, you know, and I put and I put it in the group chat. I was just like, Man, like, this is really bad. <laughs> well, you gotta remember, she didn't even start with the WWE as a wrestler. That's right. She was a valet she was, she was, for she was um, a valet. For Enzo Amore and, 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 and Big Cass. She was going with Big Cass, wasn't it? Yeah. And then Big Cass put hands on her. And some yep, shit. and then he got fired. And then Did he get he not, got fired for that? For that, yes. And then uh not long after that was um the allegations against Enzo, and then he got fired, and those allegations ended up being false. And he never got rehired. You know, because, you know, Enzo, Enzo yeah. was, was... And yet was here's hot. Vince McMahon, you know, out, here being, Funny, a, out right? here being a dirty boy. Boy, that Vince McMahon thing, it gets crazier and crazier by the week, don't it? Yeah, because now there's more people saying... Boy, like, I'm just like... This man out here sending dick pics. 70-year-old Vince McMahon out here sending dick pics. Like, bro, what boy, are you doing? What are you doing, dog? I listen, I'll be, I'll be real with you. It's, honestly, <laughs> you know, the thing, the thing about it is, is like... The thing about it is, is like, you know, I say this time and time again, money is a hell of a drug. You know what I'm saying? And and when you when you have just enough money to where you can silence a lot of things, yeah. you're going to do some crazy things, bro. Because now, you know, at the end of the day, whether we want to admit it or not, human beings, bro, we are creatures of habit. You do something enough times, bro, you're going to think like, oh, yeah, yeah, like I can I can do this some more. Like people will be like, oh, like how could somebody do such a thing? And it's like, well, you know, if you're asking me personally, what I think Mm. is they've done it before. (laughs) And then they did it. They did it to the wrong person. And the wrong person was like, all right, bet. Like this is, this is the direction you want to go for sure. No worries. Can't Mm -hmm. wait till you see this. I can't wait till you see your dumb ass on the news. You feel me? (laughs) So it's like, you know, I I think like, you know, Vince has been doing this for years. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Social media is what social media is now. You know, and I think like he just felt like he could get away with shit. He wanted to send his little his little wine thing, his little Peter Weeder. So he sent that hoe. By the way, Nose, I hope you're watching AEW right now because um, this main event's about to be nuts. I'm about to now. Yeah, it's a triple threat uh, for the AEW Tag Championships. It's uh, the Young Bucks versus. Um, Swerve and Keith Lee versus oh yeah I saw that yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, powerhouse Hobbs and absolute Ricky Starks that shit gonna be nuts oh, for sure all right um, I'm also I was also gonna watch it on um I like hearing it with the commentary so I was gonna watch that bit on uh on demand oh true now that it's now that I know where to find it at easy all right so um up next uh, that night. Was in my opinion the uh, well actually it's not it's it was the match of the night it was a candidate for match of the year I think at this point um, oh do we, do do we 
It's your boy, Dylan, 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 silly hoes. I'm here, I'm back. <laughs> What's good, Dylan? How's it going? How we living? We're good, bro. We're good, We're good, good, good. Bro. Are you are you on your you're on your laptop? Yes. All right, just make sure you speak up. Okay. That's all. That's all I ask of you. That's all. Pretty please. You could text me that goofy. Nah, Lee, let no whole world. I don't feel like. I don't feel like. I don't feel like texting that, bro. I don't even know where my phone is. All right. So, anyways, <laughs> uh, match of the night. Um, oh, he's back, ladies and gentlemen. Right, match of the night, and what I think was, you know, is definitely a candidate. Not saying it is, but it's it's up there for match of the year. Uh, Street Profits versus the Usos. Um, these guys have excellent chemistry together. Um, this was a coming out party for Angelo Dawkins, in my opinion. You know, Montez shines in all of their matches, but I think this was the first time. Dawkins had substantial time to like go out there and really show what he can do as a performer, like his uh, jumping over the top, you know, rope to the outside and shit. Look, like I was look, I was looking into that. I have a theory. What's up? You ready for me? <laughs> okay. This is even more proof that Montez is about to get a substantial oh, yeah. singles push. Oh, because they to, like Dawkins. To the they moon. like Dawkins. Yes, and Montez also likes Dawkins. Right and and usually here's here's something that I've noticed with a lot of tag teams, usually in the tag teams when there's a guy who's already tapped to get that singles push, mm-hmm. right? Usually that person ends up taking like a lot of that shine, right? Right. Only every once in a while will you see one where like you look at like an Edge and Christian, where Edge was gonna get that push first. So like in a lot of those matches, Christian really started snapping, mm-hmm. you know, and that really gave Christian that love to be able to do what he's got to do. I always thought Dawkins was five. Even back in the NXT days, like I was always like, listen, he's big, he's strong, he can move, you know what I'm saying? And he's great on the mic. I was like, how awesome would that be if they develop both of these guys and at some point in time you create a storyline with that as well? That would be great. Right. You know what I mean? And up to this point, he's really only been seen as a a backup player, though. Yeah. Correct. Like he's been, you know, Montez Ford's partner. Correct. So correct. So I think it was. It's really good to see you know him coming into his own and like when they do go their separate ways, whether it's by them breaking up or them just saying, "Hey, we have other things we want to accomplish." You know, let's put this street profit shit you know on the on the side right now and let's go handle business, do what we got to do, or they get drafted okay. to separate brands or something like that. Whatever the case, um, but it, it'll be good to see that Angelo Dawkins can hold his own and. Mm-hmm do something that's wrong. So I, that's what I hate because sometimes these teams separate and then you never see the partner ever again. They get released or whatever. Like that would, That's what happened with heavy, heavy Machinery. You had Otis and um, Tucky. Um, mm-hmm. And once they broke up that team, you never seen Tucky again, Bill. That bit was gone. Tucky was ass. <laughs> but they were good together. They were good together. But yeah, so um, but yeah, so great match. And the Usos, the Usos never disappoint. I feel like they always show up. Um, yeah. Who's so. gonna be? Who's gonna be the first one? Who's gonna be the first one in the Usos to get a singles push? Jay. Jay already got one. Yeah, Jay already got one. I mean, yeah, 
But I mean, yeah. it was all building up to the the bloodline storyline. Correct. But, That's but, why I was like, you know, Jimmy not like that. Yeah. I would say for two reasons. One, it's funny because Jimmy actually used to be like the more highlighted Uso, but once he did get injured, it gave Jay a chance to shine. And like Jay's actually surprisingly really good on the mic. He never really got. He never really was talking like that before. But you know, he cutting better promos than his brother. You know, and he's a lot less of a risk outside of the WWE spectrum because Jimmy has those two DUIs. He has those like recently and shit like so it's ain't Jimmy the one married? Jimmy's married to Naomi, who is on the outs with WWE at the moment because of all Jimmy that shit. Married and he acting out like that for wrong with you, right? Jay married too, but he's he's married to someone who's not in the business. Oh, better that. and got kids and stuff. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, I, I mean. Those performers are always going to be great. I would really love to see a triple threat with both of those teams and add in the New Day to that, I think, would just be Chef's Kiss. Um, Speaking of New Day, shout out to Big E Recovery. Yes, yes. He uh, was told by the doctors they expect him to make a full recovery because, uh, you know, with those neck injuries, like, it, that's touch and go for a while until you kind of get a good sense of, of where it's headed, and he got good news, so... Um, yeah, happy to see that from Big E. I know the pop when he comes back is going to be nuts. It is. Once they hear the, the Wale, oh, y'all want to go big? Well, say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so. Up next was the... Was it? Oh, no. It was the SmackDown Women's Championship match. Ronda Rousey versus Natalya. Uh, was what it was. Uh, there was never a doubt that Ronda Rousey was going to win that mount or that match, uh, and she did. Uh, but once that happened, Liv Morgan's music hits. She comes down, cashes in her Money in the Bank briefcase, uh, is able to roll up Ronda Rousey for the one, two, three, um, and she is now the SmackDown Women's Champion. Uh, congrats Ronda Rousey did not want title. that belt, boy. She did not. Ronda Rousey, I imagine, is probably going to wrestle maybe like at SummerSlam and then disappear because it's looking like it's going to be a triple threat. Her, uh, Natty, and Liv for the Yo, championship. get Natty the fuck out of here. Bro. I know, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. She's not even like that. She's going to become a Hall of Famer like she really had a career for real, bro. You're going to be a Hall of Famer off your fucking pops in the name, bro. C, oh, C, in the parentheses, C, the Bella Twins. Right, you and them, bro, bro, get her out of there, bro. She's not good. She's never been good. Yep. Yes, bro, she's never been good. She's been mediocre at best her entire career. Has she won any She won once. Yeah, yeah, she's won the Women's Championship. She's been a, uh, uh, a Women's Tag Champion, I believe, as well. Really? They just, yeah. Bro, when, when you a legacy, bro, they just give you shit. Yeah. She's like Charlotte with no talent. Oh, my Jeez. gosh. And she's not good on the mic, neither. She's terrible, bro. And now, and now she had all that work done, so she has a different face like, now, different too. Like... She's built like the white little Kim. <laughs> like, she look crazy, bro. She look goofy as hell, bro. That's why Ronda told her about herself, told her about her mutilating her face. 
mutilate her body. She look goofy as fuck, bro. Like, I'm so mad that they keep putting her in the spotlight, bro. I don't, yeah, I, man, I don't mind living. I don't mind living at all. Yeah, but come on, bro. Like, she just be botching. Natalie, not not Natalie. Natalie, <laughs> Natalie, nah, bro, just call her Natalie, dog. Fuck it, it's good, Natalie, bro. Call it, call it Natty Light, man. Nah. She not good. Knock off sharpshooter. She be using. Yo, just That's a great. question: When she put her, when she had put her in the sharpshooter, uh, Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey had put her in the sharpshooter. Did she do the Shawn Michaels pose? She did the yes. She did that, yeah. Side the boy. Damn. That shit was Jesus. huge. Come on, hold on. That's why they need to make her heal. I hate when they, they have her baby face. Like, fucking heal. When she turned heel on her, during her first run, that's when shit started snapping when she turned heel. She's a terrible face for damn stuff. She be walking around like she in the UFC still. And she's she doesn't know how to talk on the mic. Oh, like, what the fuck she supposed to be saying? She 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 never, if she just sticks to insulting people, she'll be straight. Yeah, yeah, but if she's like, uh, uh, but that coming out, I, I love, coming out, I love being here. That coming out, yeah. laughing and smiling and shit, then getting serious, then smiling and with the weird eye makeup, right, bro? Like you can't, bro. Like just be the female Brock Lesnar with a, with 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 insults attached to you, bro. All that's Right. the fans and then getting serious and then saying actually corny I would say put her with Paul but he's tied to the bloodline right now so he's got you know, she can be with herself she just gotta just be an asshole right alright um, and then the main event was the men's money in the bank ladder match which was Sheamus Drew McIntyre Seth Rollins Sami Zayn Madcap Moss Riddle and Omos um, but a twist Adam Pierce comes out and said there has been an eighth entrant into this ladder match. Enter Austin Theory, who just lost his United States Championship earlier in the night. Um, so once again, this is continuing his story of being Vince's protege, so getting handed opportunities. Uh, so what does Vince do on the night that his protege loses the United States ta- uh, title? Oh, I'll give you a chance at the... The the real championship. <laughs> Go in that ladder match. You know? Type shit. So he won that bitch. You know? He went out there and he won that bitch. Honestly, it was a good match. Um, it was a great match. Yo, you know who surprised me in that match? You who? know who Loki was like MVP of that match? Not MVP, but like I'm glad you was in that match because they made it so much more interesting. And he showed out almost. Omos yeah. was in there handling. They used it. They used him his height well because he doesn't move like very quickly and stuff he like that. And they're working them boys like yeah, yeah. He's he's built for that because he can execute some violence and his like anything with weapons and him involved. Yeah. It's he was smart. Yeah. Oh, well, look at you. As over. And then they were smart. They took him out of there. They all did like that group like power bomb on him right. through the uh, the announce table to eliminate him essentially from the match. So. Yeah, no, everything that match, it, it worked. It went well. Austin Theory gets the win. Um, I think it's better, personally, when heels uh, win the, the Money in the Bank briefcase because then there's that sneakiness factor where faces tend to usually be like, I'm going to announce my cash in ahead of time. Yeah, it's like, bro, like... Stupid. Come on, bro. That is, that is, that is kind of lame, though. Like, yeah, it's like... I, I know, yeah. And then they come out and be trying to act tough. They be like, I know you guys have been wondering. 
when I'm going to cash in this money in the bank briefcase. And we're right. like, we, we don't care. Yeah, because everybody, cause everybody really wants don't. that pop. Like, after a title it. match, right. the champion's That's down, right. and then all of a sudden the music hits, and you're like, oh, shit. It's happening. And then you tease it, and it's like, oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'd be like, as a matter of fact, I know exactly what I'm going to do it, and it's going to be at Survivor Series. And you're like, right. Jesus Christ. So... That being, I don't want to watch it anymore. that being said, uh, SummerSlam is coming up um, in just a couple weeks here on the 30th. Um, with the main event already being announced, it is Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar for the undisputed uh, WWE blah 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 Ooh. championship. Because uh, they need like a million names on it now. Not a blah 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 blah, blah championship. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's it's Roman versus Brock. Hashtag for the last time. Okay. Uh, and this is a, a last man standing match, um, which is good because it, it looks like it looks like we'll actually get more than a five minute match since it's last right, man standing. Which is I like that for Roman. That means he get the fuck that boy up. Yes, and and it works better for them because they can both. It's a more slow, methodical pace because you're using weapons. And, and you're Roman, just trying. Roman operates yeah. best in those types because he gets to talk shit. Mm-hmm. You get the, the Usos can be involved right. and it's okay. You can do all that. Yeah. Rob, so I just I honestly do not want to see fifty um suplexes. Oh you might oh, you, you're gonna see oh, oh you're gonna you're gonna see these suplexes, <laughs> my guy. You're going to you see, see these suplexes city, bitch, over and over hey. and over. What Mike Tyson said over and over and over and over and over and over and over all of that. All of that, um, yeah. So we, de- you definitely will see that. And then Austin Theory has promised to cash in on whoever's left standing at the end of that. He which I don't think, I don't Side think he's going to. He's gonna pull up a U-turn like a bit. Because I have a feeling because it'll because <laughs> I imagine it'll be it'll be Roman in some kind of fucked finish. Because I've been predicting that when they do their UK pay per view, it's going to be a triple threat with. Uh, Roman, Brock, and Drew, and that's and Drew's gonna win the titles by pinning Brock, taking the belts off of Roman, without Roman being involved in that decision. I've predicted that for a few months now. So I think there's gonna be a fucked finish, um, and I think that Roman will win because of the Usos' involvement, or they pin a bunch of stuff onto Brock to be able to prevent him from getting up. This type shit. Um, yeah. If- if Roman wins, ain't no and the, and the Usos are alive and healthy. Yeah, you're not winning. You're not right. So then I can the goddamn. You gonna come out exactly. and show ass before you even get <laughs> exactly. So. You gonna walk out the two super kicks to the face, oh. man. As soon as he walks out, it, as soon as they hear his music, he, they gonna be sitting out there on the sides. He gonna run out. Bam! He gonna take a, a so, nice two chain music to the jump. So it's actually interesting. Is this past Monday on Raw? Um, Dolph Ziggler made his return. He's kind of been gone for a while. Um, I'm here to rule the world. Yeah. I'm here to rule the world. And he, he super kicked Theory in the face. So it looks like he's a, a face again. And people love he, uh, face Dolph. I love face Dolph. Here to rule the world. I'm here to rule the world. I like face Dolph too. Dolph, my yeah. God, bro. He's Run him bite. But yeah, so that's that's all I got for now. Um, in in that world, and uh, yeah, we can move on from there. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Baker 
Finally out of Cleveland. Big Baker. Big, Big Baker. Baker Mayfield traded to the Carolina Panthers for a conditional fifth round pick. Um, Baker originally had, an, I believe, $18.5 million uh, salary this year. Um, the Browns have agreed to pay $10.5 million, and uh, Baker has agreed to take a pay cut to just uh, $3.5 million uh, of what's left there. So it kind of frees up $5 million for the Panthers to make some other moves and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, they knew they had to get rid of Baker. They weren't going to keep him on the roster. He basically had already said, I'm not going to play for them, uh, if, even if called upon, because we still don't know what's going on with Deshaun. Um, Big Deshaun. And they got Jacoby as their backup. So Big Kobe. I think they're they're fine. Um, so I, thought, I was a little surprised that it was just a, a conditional fifth-round pick, but I guess they knew they had to move him, and the really only other option would have been Seattle at this point. And I guess they just weren't interested. They are fully content with going into training camp with a quarterback battle between Drew Locke and uh, Geno Smith. So, yes, yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, But in Carolina, it will be a quarterback battle between Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield, um, which I honestly, I personally expect Baker to win that. As long as Baker, his, as, as long as his deal. shoulders okay, and if he does, uh, week one is Browns versus Panthers, so um, that would be fun to see. Right? Any uh, thoughts? You know, yeah, there's some thoughts, man. First off, Cleveland, y'all gonna, y'all gonna need to stop being disrespectful to the best quarterback y'all have had in the last decade. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. I'm really upset with Cleveland right now for the way that they treating Baker Mayfield. Won a playoff game yeah. for y'all. They got they got they got their mind. Not just, only did just he win two him, years ago, right? This is this is bananas. This is absolutely bananas. What's the furthest that Cleveland has gotten into the playoffs? The divisional. divisional. Oh, and they lost. Were you talking about ever? No, no, no. With with Baker. Oh yeah, yeah, divisional. Well, yeah, because remember they just the season before that they had the. Uh, the chains on the the coolers and shit because they hadn't won a game and they weren't going to open all the coolers of beer around the city until uh, the Browns finally won a game. And that's when Baker came in. Let's let's talk about some things about Big Baker real quick. So since did you call him Vic Baker just now? No, Big Baker. Oh, I was about to say, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> my bad. That shit would have fucked me up. So the last so the last season that the Cleveland Browns made some playoffs in 1995. And then they they got sent to Baltimore, became the Ravens, and the Ravens won the Super Bowl, whatever the case may be. Cleveland came back. So from 1999, their quarterbacks have been up until Baker Mayfield Gosh. in 2018. Get your popcorn ready. Here we go, guys. Tim Couch, Ty Detmer, Doug Peterson, Spurgeon Wynn, Kelly Holcomb, Jeff Garcia, Luke yeah. McCown, Trent Dilfer, Charlie Fry, Derek Anderson, uh, Brady Quinn, Ken Dorsey, Bruce Gradkowski, uh, Jake Delhomme, Seneca Wallace, Brandon Whedon, Thad Lewis, Jason Campbell. Uh, did I say Brandon? Yeah, I did. Brian Hoyer, Connor Shaw, Johnny Manziel. Remember him? 
<laughs> Austin Davis, Robert Griffin III, Cody Kessler, Deshaun Kaiser, uh, Kevin Hogan, and Terod Taylor. Now, I was, and I've got to say, before you continue, and those good names that you heard on that list, that was like the twilight of their careers. They didn't, right. they didn't have none of those guys yes, in their prime. Correct. Some of those bigger names that have like won Super Bowls and stuff. Correct. So let's let's look at some of these records real quick, shall we? Um, Jesus Christ. Um, Spurgeon Win went zero and one. Ken Dorsey went zero and three. Luke McCown went zero and four. Cody Kessel went zero and eight. Deshaun Kaiser went zero and fifteen. Jesus. Nick Mullins zero and one. Ragak um, Gragkowski zero and one. Jake McCown, one in ten. Seneca Wallace, one in six. Jason Campbell, one in seven. Gerard Taylor, one in one. Um, Johnny Manziel, two and six. Jake Delhomme, two and two. Case Keenum went two and zero. Oh. Brady Quinn, three and nine. Jeff Garcia, three and seven. Trent Dilfer, four and seven. Brandon Whedon, five and fifteen. Colt McCoy, six and fifteen. Charlie Fry, six and thirteen. Brian Hoard did go ten and six. I will give him that. Tim Couch went 22 and 37. Baker Mayfield went 30 and 31 in 61 games. All right. Beyond that, right? People talk about Baker Mayfield. And, you know, the beautiful argument I love hearing is when they say, oh, his numbers is trash. I'm like, okay. I feel like I think that he is kind of the same victim that Cam Newton is. Where to a certain extent, and what what I mean by that is, is because, like, people talk about Cam, and they say his numbers is trash. And for what it's worth, his numbers actually aren't that bad. Same thing is actually the case with Baker Mayfield as well, right? If we look at um, Baker Mayfield's numbers, right, Mm -hmm. Um, for his career... He has 14,125 yards, 92 touchdowns, and 56 interceptions. Those are his overall stats. If you take hit the name Baker Mayfield, and I told you there's a quarterback in four seasons who gave you 14,000 yards, 92 touchdowns, and 56 interceptions, what are you guys saying? I mean, it's not bad. It's not bad, bro. It's not it's not freaking world-beating numbers. But I sit there and be like, well, shit, like, I can see Jake getting a starting job. Yeah. I mean, especially looking at the division he plays in. Exactly. The division he plays in, the team that he plays on. You know, I, I don't know. I just feel like at the end of the day, people is not giving the man the credit that he deserves. I ain't going to sit there and say this man is like freaking – a phenomenal guy. You know what I mean? But I mean he's serviceable, bro. He's a start he's a starting quarterback. Bro, in the, in the history of the Cleveland Browns, he's number four all time in passing for yards. That's crazy. That's, <laughs> really, five, that's really crazy. And number five all times for touchdowns. Like number five all time for touchdowns in yards. It's like, bro, really? <laughs> That's wild. Yo, and the names that are ahead of him, just check this out. The names ahead of him, Otto Graham, Brian Sype, Frank Ryan, and Bernie Kozar. Those are the names ahead of him in touchdowns. And in yards, it's only Brian Sype, Otto Graham, and Bernie Kozar. 
Mind you, these guys played respectfully. Um, these guys played when the wheel was invented. F- right. Yes. Well, Brian Sipe, Brian Sipe is like late seventies, early eighties. Bernie Kosar is in the is late eighties because he's from the U. But the game, the amount of games isn't even close. Like Bernie Kosar played hundred and eight games. Frank Ryan played eighty four games. Brian Sipe played one hundred twenty five games. Otto Graham played one hundred twenty six games. Baker's only played sixty games, y'all. Baker's played sixty games, and and you know th- this is this is the stuff that I hate about you know not just social media but just like public opinion in general. Like it's it's just crazy to me how like we love we love to shit on people, and it's always a particular type of person, right? Is that person who you know does a lot in public, thinks highly of themselves? We don't like that shit. You know, we do not like that shit. We don't like that shit for some awkward reason. Like, I give you a perfect example. So, <clears throat> I'll run some career numbers for you. So, in eleven years, you got a quarterback who's passed for thirty-two thousand yards, one hundred and ninety-four touchdowns, and one hundred and twenty-three interceptions. This guy has won. Has been to three Pro Bowls. Has been to All Pros. Won an MVP unanimously. Um, offensive player of the year, offensive rookie of the year, the Burt Bell Award for the best offensive player of the year, and has made it to a Super Bowl. Doesn't that sound like a pretty productive career? Yeah. Well maybe even maybe even a career where you could be like, well, shit, if I like this person enough, I could argue for them to make it to the hall. This is Cam. Those are Cam Newton's numbers. He's the first rookie ever to pass for 4,000 yards in a season. First rookie ever to throw for 400 yards in its in his debut. You know what I'm saying? And like he's the first black quarterback to win the NFL MVP outright. Because the other black and the other black quarterback MVPs, they shared it. So like his his career is actually pretty decent. But don't let the public sell it. Cam is trash. Cam is trash. Like it's crazy to me that people is really out here like putting Sam Darnold over Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield should be the starter. I understand they're putting more bread in Sam Darnold. That's 14 million or whatever. Baker is better than Sam Darnold. I cannot believe I'm actually having this discussion with people. Like Baker Mayfield is better than Sam Darnold. Yes, bro. It's not close. Like, why am I conversing this with people? Like, why am I doing this? Like, Baker Mayfield was on a national championship contending team, and doesn't he have a Heisman? <laughs> oh, man. We suck. <laughs> Who, who's we, man? <laughs> just us in general. Like, we're just People? trash. Yes, bro. I feel just you. hot garbage. I feel you. God damn. Anything else in the uh, NFL world? I, I don't... Hmm? I don't know if there's anything else popping right now as far as that goes. I know training camps are getting going. Man, and I'm hot right now, man. I can give us a, a, a quick little uh, countdown where we are. We are officially 57 days away from the NFL season, guys. We're almost there. Yeah, man, I'm mad, there. Don't be mad. Man, I'm madder than the hell, man. That just got me fucked up, man. All right, well, Hold on. Whoa, you got something? I did. But I think, like, 
Well, I'm 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 gonna read this to y'all just because I find this very interesting. You know, like I like articles and stuff like that. Um, so let me read the headline for you guys. It's from the AP, Associated Press. Um, I don't think the person who wrote this is got their name on it, so that doesn't matter right now. Um, the headline says, "Defendant, ex-governor ordered payments to NFL's Brett Favre." Brett Favre. Brett Favre. This is in Jackson, Mississippi. A defendant in a Mississippi welfare fraud case said in a court document she directed $1.1 million in welfare money to former NFL star Brett Favre at the direction of former government Phil Bryant, former governor Phil Bryant. Mississippi news outlets report that the accusation, which Bryant denies, is in a filing on behalf of defendant Nancy New, who with her son once ran a nonprofit group and an education company in Mississippi. After pleading guilty in April to criminal charges, Nancy New, who's 69, and her son Zachary New, who's 39, agreed to testify against others in what the state auditor has called Mississippi's largest public corruption case in the past two decades. Her court filing is in a civil case filed by the Mississippi Department of Human Services against the Mississippi Community Education Center, Incorporated, once run by the New family. In the 29-page document, her attorneys say she was acting at the direction of MDHS officials in the awarding of various contracts and allocations of funds. The filing was dated Monday and was reported by Mississippi Today, a nonprofit digital news operation that has reported extensively on the welfare scandal. She specifically mentions Bryant regarding $1.1 million in money paid to Favre in consideration for Favre speaking at events, keynote speaking, radio, and promotional events, as well as business partner development. A spokesperson for the former government, former governor released a statement denying these accusations, according to WAPT-TV. These allegations made against Governor Bryan are false. Every claim against these individuals was discovered and prosecuted as a result of investigation of an investigation Governor Bryant requested of the state auditor, the statement says. The state auditor has demanded repayment of the $77 million of misspent welfare funds, including the $1.1 million paid to the retired NFL quarterback. Favre has not been charged with any criminal wrongdoing and has repaid the money. He has said that he didn't know the money he received came from welfare funds and has denied the auditor's allegations that he was paid for events he didn't attend. Favre also said his charity had provided millions of dollars to poor children in Mississippi where he lives and Wisconsin where he was a star with the Green Bay Packers. Sheesh. Brad Favre. Brad Favre. 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 Lying like a bitch. <laughs> Don't talk about uh, You know who can lie better than most quarterbacks in the NFL? Brett Favre. <laughs> Big cap. Brett Favre littered it a bit. Boy, you know Aaron Rodgers somewhere. You know damn well ain't no money coming from no governor. Not. Come on now. You know governor out there giving out bread. That's his. Facts. I just out there and been like, Bro, where are you paying? Right, something? you ain't even. You knew he knew it was some bullshit. He knew he was getting some bullshit, but it's easy to just be like, I don't know. I thought I was getting shot the fuck up, man. Goofy ass, but bro, you know damn well he was giving you funny money. Big facts, my boy. See, and this is why we miss you so much, bro. Tell it how it is. Tell yeah. it how it really is. They gonna let it go though. They ain't gonna say nothing to his little goofy ass neither. <laughs> Not his little goofy ass. Brett Favre said he didn't know. Brett Favre. Brett Favre. All right. Um, 
I don't know if there's anything else left in NFL, is there? No, let's talk about Kyrie and KD real quick. Kyrie and KD. Listen, what? you know, the Nets, the Nets really hold all the cards right now, bro. They trying to hold all the cards, man. They are asking for too much for KD. I'm boys not niggas. They're asking for so they're asking for like an entire I'm roster, KD, bro. Them boys got people fucking up out there in the street. I mean, listen. It's smart because technically the the Nets don't have to do shit. It's smart, but they don't got to do nothing. When, once you when you fuck around and get like, alright, I'm the thing is, <laughs> you ain't finna like. There's a lot of teams that's gonna be like, yo, you could keep that nigga, bro, for the type of shit you asking for. And that's the problem I see with it. It's like KD's KD and all, but y'all, a team's not gonna give up their team to get KD, bro. Like, we just watched KD be by himself in the playoffs, and it didn't work out. So why would another team do exactly that? Did Kyrie officially ask for a trade, though? But wait, but I thought, doesn't he have an opt-out, though? But he opted in. He definitely opted in. I thought he said he did. I didn't know he actually signed paperwork, though. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he opted in, like, Oh, I thought he said he was going to It's just like as soon as they, as soon as KD decided that he wanted to trade, everybody was like, "Oh yeah!" Like, but I think KD decided he wanted to trade because he knew Kyrie wanted out. I think Kyrie wants out. I don't think KD asked for a trade if Kyrie doesn't want out. I don't think Kyrie, Kyrie and KD go anywhere until them contracts are done because they asking for a hell That's of a I'm lot. Saying, I think, like, like you're not going nowhere with them. Like you're not going to you ain't going to get no arm and leg for KD. Point blank period. And Kyrie don't want to be there. And if y'all can't get, you're not going to get, like, you're not going to get no deals for them boys if y'all over here asking for arm and leg. Like, I'm sorry. You're asking for, like, superstar players plus stars. Plus yeah, they want to plus, It's stars plus picks. The fact that it's stars plus picks plus great role players. Like, you over here doing, I want to deplete people's teams for KD, bro. Like, niggas not having that, bro. The fact that you said you're looking for a historical trade, like, all right, you tweaking, right. you trying to come up, y'all trying to come up on a jug on somebody, bro. Nobody's stupid. <laughs> These teams are not dumb. Oh, that shit is funny as hell, bro. Like just seeing the offers, I'm like, Jesus. Wow, he saw the one they try to do for for for, for Ant Man and KT. I'm like, bro, y'all boy. Yeah, it, it was it was it was uh, Carl Anthony Towns. It was for it was for Ant. It was for four first rounders and I think another bench guy. Four first round. Come on, bro. <laughs> be like, Yo, y'all boys trying to fade? That's fire, bro. I must think we got a monkey. Hey. I must think we got a monkey bag here in our front office. Boy, that drug is lit. It's like somebody in Palm Beach saying, "Hey, cuz you mind giving me a ride to Pompano?" And it's like, "Yeah, bro, I give you a ride to Pompano. Just fill up my gas today and, and tomorrow, nigga." I got you, bro. Oh. I really got you with what you need if you fill my tank up today and tomorrow. What's going on? I look like Oofad. That boy is speaking. That boy speaking good. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised if them boys come back to the crib. They don't know that they going back to the only crib. Place, they want only to place I can see that boy going. But then again, at the same time, they'd be asking them boys for arm and leg, too. If they went. And, they, and, 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 people were, go, and people were saying, like, go to Miami. 
and people are saying like, oh, Westbrook about to clear it. Westbrook for Kyrie. Westbrook. But Darvin Ham, Darvin Ham really wants to play. He really wants to coach Westbrook. All right. They gotta let, I mean, they gotta let Westbrook just control the offense and let LeBron play off ball. LeBron only, I mean, LeBron only gonna allow that to happen for so long, bro. And you know, you don't want extend his career. You can't he be could. trash. The minute you start folding, LeBron gotta go back and be LeBron. He's not gonna just sit there and be. Hey, you go ahead and handle the offense, bro. While we're not doing what we're supposed to do, LeBron going to end up being LeBron and doing what he is known for doing eventually. He's like he's 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 a bit of a control freak, right? Eh? He, he, if if it's going good, bet. But if it ain't, there's no LeBron taking back over. Facts. So, I don't know. Russell needs to figure his life out. He needs to go um practice his shooting. Facts. That's Big facts. That's what you need to worry about. I mean, AD been going to work. I seen his little videos and junk. Bro, you see? No, I didn't care about no AD. Okay. Okay. AD need to wait on these prosthetic legs to come in and then go get one of those. Not these prosthetic legs. Bro, like, what? <laughs> get one of them. Bro, what? Shut Dylan what out that, here making man? up for lost times right now. <laughs> nobody, ain't nobody swaying. Ain't nobody swaying no AD. Nobody. It's it's always sweet when somebody working out good against no pressure, no team, no nothing in the gym, shooting, running. You know what I'm saying? And it's a whole another beef when you're on that court and the AD. Bro, you know what's gonna happen when AD get on that court, bro. We all know what's gonna happen when AD get back on the court. What? I ain't gonna say it, bro. I ain't trying to jinx nobody, but you know. Oh, you saying he gonna get hurt? I ain't said that. You said that. I ain't said nothing. <laughs> I'm just asking. I didn't say anything. Bro, I ain't say nothing, bro. I just said we. Oh, all right, we just all know what's gonna happen to that man, bro. Well, he's gonna be super successful, be an MVP candidate, and he's gonna be MVP? back in the championship. MVP? Picture. You gotta get most improved first. <laughs> you gotta get most improved before he's an MVP. Hey, he said, he said, Jit go win, come back, clear of the year. They don't even got that. Yo, fuck Alex Smith ass nigga, bro. Hey, bro, hey. That nigga ass. Hey, don't try Alex Smith, bro. Bro, AD is like, AD is like everybody. He about to say some shit. <laughs> AD is like what everybody in the dating world experiences. It's like, you like the the, the idea of AD. Oh my god! Not what AD actually is. Oh my god! That's AD. Love the idea of it. You know what I'm saying? But you don't really. AD don't do shit for you, but you keep. You know what I'm saying? He's like that toxic relationship you just can't get away from. Because you think. <laughs> Yo, what are we talking about right now? You like that toxic ass. You know what I'm saying? You want it. You know he ain't no good. But you're like, you can be so good, nigga. No, you can't. He's not going to change. AD going to be AD. That leg going to be broke every year. It's like Stephen the Mankles. You can't do both. Mm. I didn't know. It's not like Stephen the Mankles. And you won't ever hear about it ever again until the next year. And then you'll hear it next year, and then you won't hear about it ever again. Until- 
You know what I'm saying? So you saying so you saying he pussy basically? Ad bit pussy, bro. Ad got Cinderella's glass <laughs> slippers on his ankle, and he breaks them bitches every year, bro. You can't fix it. I I just want to let it be known that the thoughts of Dylan are not the thoughts. Okay, all right, them boys just don't want to say it. Of all sports podcasts, that's exactly what them boys think. They just don't want to say it, bro. Them boys just don't. <laughs> they exactly, you know, they they feel exactly what I'm saying. They just don't want to say. <laughs> on, bro. You saw what happened to Clay in the playoffs? That boy twisted his ankle. AD career, nah. AD career would have been over with if that happened to him. <laughs> Not over, over with. retired. <laughs> bro, what's up with her, man? Oh no, man! Get your friend. Jit would have retired if it was him, bro. Key. I'm sorry. I don't got no faith in that boy. None. Zero. Zero. Ain't he been here his whole career? <laughs> and we still sitting here talking about some AD. AD a, a healthy AD. I'm tired of hearing that healthy AD, bro. Are we going to start having that conversation about Zion soon? Fuck Zion. You <laughs> <laughs> cave that boy in and play it a minute. Bro, they gave him a crazy contract. Only, I think he's only played like 30-something games. He played with 35.67 total minutes of basketball. That All right, so hold on. All right, so hold on. Here nuts, we go. Here bro. we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right, so let's talk That's about comparisons. It's grand theft. <laughs> so, Anthony Davis. right now. Anthony Davis has missed 176 regular season games out of 777, meaning he's missed 23% of his career. His injuries, he's missed one postseason game, <clears throat> technically. The um, injuries he's had is stress reaction, fractured hand, back spasm, sprained toe, knee shoulder injury, strained groin, finger sprain, scratch. That sound like the Undertaker. Calves, yeah. Achilles injury, groin strain, sprained MCL, and midfoot sprain. Now, like in comparison... <clears throat> In comparison, Kawhi Leonard has missed 265 games out of 841, 31.5% of his games. He's missed 12 out of 147 post I forgot Kawhi games. even played in the league, to be honest with you. Kawhi's had, <laughs> Kawhi's had <laughs> knee tendinitis, metacarpal fracture, torn ligaments, sprained ankle, 90? quadriceps, tendinopathy, load management, knee contusion, load management round two. <laughs> you can load manage when you have a fucking ring. Two of them. Bruised leg, right foot soreness, and a partially torn ACL. <laughs> the difference between him and that other guy is Kawhi already been there and done that. Anthony Davis has a ring too. Barely. Yeah. <laughs> Barely. Does he? Got, I thought we weren't counting that. We got half a ring. You talking about that bubble ring? Yeah, the bubble <laughs> ring. <laughs> That's the only way AD can win a ring is if they have a season on crutches. No. They were going to ring his element. Boy had a handicap season. His handicap ass won a ring. Oh, fuck. I don't know if I know goddamn AD, man. <laughs> ass. <laughs> that man, ass, bro. Oh, bro, I'm. I actually, I have tears. That man, ass. I have tears. Oh. I have tears. Tears is what I have. I have those tears. That boy. 
Oh, that was that was really funny, bro. Yeah, boys snapping. Yeah, boys. boys. Uh, Zion definitely walked away with that check. Boy. Did you see his uh did you see his Grand uh did you theft. see what is his what is his deal worth? Like two hundred fourteen or something like oh, that? Or, yeah, two thirty. Two hundred mil. That's all I mean. I ain't even I don't even care what the extra change is. Two hundred. Yeah, that's just nuts, bro. You know who really read me and then man. went to talking shit? I hate niggas that do this, bro. I hate when somebody get paid and then they want to get the run in their mouth. This boy Dane raping him, is about to get paid sixty five million dollars. Would be Chris Brown. Yeah, he's got a he's got a he's got a five year one hundred ninety three million designated maximum rookie extension that could earn him as much as two hundred and thirty one million dollars. That's shit crazy. They ain't about to get sixty five million dollars next year. Nigga got it. Damn. Dame is getting half of that in two years. In two years. Well, well, check this out now. Now, the structure of the $193 million contract that Zion Williamson has, the extension, is comparable to the 2017 contract that Joel Embiid signed in Philadelphia. The contract is fully guaranteed and has a prior injury clause along with criteria for games played. As is the same in the MB contract, the team would need to waive Williamson for him to not receive the full amount. Meaning, if he doesn't play the amount of games he's supposed to, they can waive all that money and then, well, they can they can waive him and not worry about paying him a single. Lovely. Sentence. That's how you build a freaking contract. AD needs that right now. Oh my god! AD needs that in his contract immediately, bro. AD, bro, what did AD? What did AD? Actually, no, it's all right. John Wall out here raping the league too. Boy, <laughs> John Wall ain't played a lick of basketball. Boy, getting paid, he ain't even hurt. <laughs> that boy just not playing. Like, boy, hey, I respect John Wall though, because if you can get a team to agree to not play you while you not hurt, that's on them. It's y'all dumbass. That's true. That's true. As y'all get paid, young man. But AD, come on, bro. Cost me money. Ah, <clears throat> uh, okay. Now it's starting to make sense. It's starting to make sense. It's co- he cost my dog money. That's where the that's where the heat coming from. Who cost the money? He said cost uh, Dylan money. Now he, who, how but he you cost some folks money though out here in these streets. You, oh, oh, oh. you were talking. You, 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 you were talking the metaphorical. Yeah, the metaphorical. Costing people money, bro. No cap. You can't be out. Come on, bro. People, you got these announcers going on TV saying dumbass shit because you technically they they anticipate they anticipate your return and the Lakers should be feared with a healthy. You don't see nobody here about no. Oh, what, what will happen with John Wall? They know John Wall not playing. You already know what you get. You know what I'm saying? That's on the team. I don't blame John Wall for that. If I could go in the league right now and finesse them boys for 100K, that's them. Stupid. I didn't tell you to. <clears throat> John Wall legitimately John Wall legitimately got paid $42 million per year for the last three years. To play right. And I think Washington, and I think Washington paid for that. Boom. Clean. Sup. I'm yeah. here. And I'm not hurt. I'm healthy. Let me see. So no, for $38 million, 30, $38.1 million was paid in 2019 by Washington. $38.8 million was um, paid for by the Rockets. 20, $44.3 million was paid by the Rockets. 
this past season. And he barely played. This season that this season that is going to come right now, 22-23, Rockets are paying him 40.8 mil. Then the rest of it, the six million, is going to be paid by the Clippers. Clippers gotta steal off the Rockets, dumbass. So for ten seasons, for ten seasons, the Washington Wizards paid John Wall one hundred and forty-five million dollars total cash, and for two seasons, the Rockets paid him eighty-three point one million. Some boys need to fire whoever in charge of their they finances. They shout out to John Wall. Shout out to John Wall's agent. You know who his agent is, right? Ooh. Rich Paul. Rich Paul be out here getting paid. Rich Paul be getting these boys hella bread. I don't know what the hell he be doing, but he be getting them boys hella bread. He must have some blackmail on niggas, bro, because ain't no way. Bro, that boy be getting hella bread. He must be out here telling him, hey, you don't want me to tell him about your little, you don't want me to go tell your wife about your little escapade you had last year. Your little rendezvous that you had with LeBron. Oh, you thought we forgot? We would have. Rich Paul is out here finessing the game. We would have. Draymond, Draymond in the background, like, oh yeah, we was definitely there. We definitely saw it. We was there. It definitely saw his ass. You definitely was. You definitely was touching on that stripper, bro. That got paid eighty million dollars from the Rockets. I don't even remember a highlight of his from the Rockets. I don't remember now one highlight from the Rockets. That boy got paid eighty million. I don't even remember what jersey number he wore with them. Exactly. Yo, you snap really hard. Hey, those boys stupid. They need to fire whoever in charge of that over there, bro. Because them boys dumb. Boy, you really snapped. I'm not going to lie to you. You legitimately snapped. I do not know John Wall's number with the Rockets. The boy ain't played a lick. Oh, my gosh. He wore number one. Oh, my gosh. I ain't never seen it. Let's see how many games he played for the Rockets. He didn't play all of 2019. In 2020, he played 40 games. Gave you 20 points, six assist, well, seven assists, and three rebounds in 2020. Damn, he hasn't played since 2020? And got paid last year, didn't he? Yes, that was the 44 whatever million dollars. He got paid $44 million, million dollars and didn't play a single game. <laughs> That boy got that boy got paid to be on the team. Them boys said we gonna pay you just to be on the roster. That's sad. There's people out here hungry, looking for food. You out here paying a grown ass man forty four million dollars just to just to breathe. <laughs> kids out here, kids wow. out here starving. Y'all got money to blow. That's why I'm here. When everybody, people ain't got money, bro. I got money to get somebody that much bread to do absolutely nothing. Get five. But hey, but Dame need to shut up. Dame, you ever see Dame on Twitter running his mouth? Talking about y'all running from teams, running from the grind. Y'all, mm-hmm. bro, you're gonna retire with no rings, my boy. What grind? You ain't running. I mean, like, shut up. You've been running from you've been running from rings your whole career. I'm not some people running from the grind. Like you ain't running. You've been running from the from the conference finals. 
This this heel Dylan. For real. That boy been running from the conference finals his whole career. Talking about something running from the grind, bro. Who is on your Didn't he make I can't name people on your make, team besides you right now. Didn't he make it to the conference finals um in the bubble? Yo, come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what we talking about here? Niggas played five games and then all of a sudden, boom, NBA finals. So, Bubble might as well have been round robin, single elimination. Group. I don't know, bro. Oh, conference finals. Wasn't that like best of three or some shit? <laughs> like, was the conference finals like best of three? No, bro. <laughs> <laughs> two minute, five minute quarters, two K type shit. Like, come on, bro. The Suns were the highlight of the of the bubble, and the boys didn't even make the damn playoffs. No, was it? It was TJ Ward. Remember, TJ Ward had like fifty. Right, bro. Points. Come on, bro. Booty, 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 booty ever heard? Booty ever heard of TJ? Booty ever heard of TJ Ward? Um, the name sounds familiar. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that was LA Fitness Championship. I can't buy that. Why can't buy the LA Fitness title? The Lakers won, and boys won the rec title. Boys won the district NBA championship. Why can't buy that? They won the Orlando Orlando championship. Them boys won a travel tournament. They boys won the AA. I could have sworn I seen IMG Academy in the, in the bubble. Bro, what is <laughs> up with you, bro? Calm down. God damn. That's like if the Summer League had a, like, NBA Finals, bro. That's what them boys want. They do. They do have a Finals. They have they have rings now. Yeah, they know that bullshit. I didn't think the people. Everybody's a winner. Yeah, they got they got rings. They got rings for, for the guys who win the, the Summer League. Yeah, that's retarded. Just for you to end up on somebody. That's just for you to end up on somebody bench for the next three years. Oh, that's your wild. I mean, they just sat the the Orlando Magic just sat down um Paulo after just two games. Paulo who? Paulo bon, um, Blanchero, however you say his last name, the number one pick. Oh, uh, as as you should. How you doing? Out there? Don't go out there and get hurt. Playing the point. Yeah, they sat his ass down. Point this ass some lead, bro. Yeah, they sat his ass down. But yeah, tell Dane. Oh man! <clears throat> oh my god! Nobody wants to go to Portland. Talk about me being cheap to grind. All right, I think we're ready to move on at this point. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brad. Listen, the boy had to snap real quick. No, bro. I know, I know, I know, I know. <sighs> I mean, if y'all boys ready, we can go to underrated bars of fame. Yes, sir. All right, I got a really interesting one for you guys. Dame. This one is... Dame's new album. <laughs> Straight out, Port- out of a Portland studio near you. My bad. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he don't want to leave. That boy got a record coming out. He got an album coming out. EP. Todd. What's up with you, bro? Like, what's, Dang time. What's good, dog? 
<laughs> you probably get that boy a key to the city. Dude. They easily <laughs> gave keys to the city. Easily, he's got keys. He runs Portland without a shadow Ooh, of a doubt. God, without a shadow, without a shadow of a doubt. I right, go ahead with my fault. Oh man, okay. Um, <laughs> so the song is by a group called Toto. For those of y'all who don't know Toto, Toto is the group that sings um, Africa, hold the line, or Africa. A lot of people, for some reason, people that I've been trying to tell them about the song, they know Hold a Line before George, I mean, before uh, freaking Africa. Like I said, they were like, Africa, you know, din 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 They were like, I, I'm sorry. Like, I'm like, Hold a Line. Love isn't always on time. They're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> like, how do y'all know Hold a Line over Africa? If people don't be knowing the names. They don't be knowing the names. They just know how to beat them. <laughs> Right. Anyway, so the song we're doing is a song called Georgie Porgy by Toto. Reason why I want to do this song more than anything is because um, first off, Jeezy samples it for his song Shake Life, number one. Number two, it sounds like an Earth, Wind, and Fire song, and I really appreciate it. So if you haven't listened to it, you should. So here we go, Georgie Porgy. And the inspiration with Steely Dan, who does the song Kid Charlemagne. Kid Charlemagne is a song that um, Kanye sampled for uh, Champion. Do you realize that you are a champion in their eyes? So, he got the song's inspiration from someone who was reading nursery rhymes, and he bought the same book, and the first story in it was a song, was the story of Georgie Porgy. So, here we go, Georgie Porgy. It's not your situation. I just need contemplation over you. I'm not so systematic. It's just that I'm an addict for your love. I'm not the only one that holds you. I never ever should have told you. You're my only girl. I'm not the only one that holds you. I never ever should have told you. You're my only world. Just think how long I've known you. It's wrong for me to own you lock and key. It's really not confusing. I'm just a young illusion, can't you see? I'm not the only one that holds you. I never ever should have told you. You're my only girl. I'm not the only one that holds you. I never ever should have told you. You're my only world. Georgie Porgy pudding pie kissed the girls and made them cry. Georgie Porgy pudding pie kissed the girls and made them cry. Georgie Porgy pudding pie kissed the girls and made them cry. Times three. It's not your situation. I just need contemplation over you. I'm not so systematic. It's just that I'm an addict for your love. I'm not the only one that holds you. I never, ever should have told you. You're my only girl. I'm not the only one that holds you. I never, ever should have told you. You're my only world. Georgie Porgy put in pie, kissed the girls, and made them cry. Georgie Porgy by Toto. New songs in the 70s is weird as hell. And they just got these, and they just got these broad ass. They have these broad ass terminology where you be like, bro, this song could be about. Anything. That's them shrooms and cocaine, boy. Facts. Cocaine and acid too. Acid, acid was really big. Boy. boy, LSD, all of that, all of that. That drunk fafa. But you know, that's just what it is, my boy. So. I mean, is there anything else in the sports world we need to talk about? Did we talk about the Colorado Avalanche being the Tampa Bay Lightning, yes, preventing them from their three-peat? Yeah, we did. Okay, shout out to the Colorado Avalanche. 
Hey, free Britney Griner, man. What wrong with y'all? Yeah, we talk. We talk. We talk about Britney Griner. Free my dog, man. Hey, shout out to um Candace Parker though. Out there balling right now for the Chicago Fire. She is balling. She is balling for sure. Names for sure. For sure. Um, there is more to talk about with the Britney Griner thing, but we can say that for the next episode. Um, some takes that we can talk about. Um, some for you guys to think about next week, and we'll discuss it. Somebody did mention that if it was LeBron James or Tom Brady, that he would not, they would not um, still be in Russia right now. As we Maybe. So we will, we will, we'll definitely dive into that for next week for all of our listeners who are, you know, just can't wait and just want to know what we're going to talk about. Boom. There you go. Um, Buddha, how about you tell them where they can reach us um, through email? Uh, Ballsportspodcast at gmail.com. What about on Twitter? Uh, Balls underscore, uh, oh Jesus. Balls underscore podcast. Oh boy. And what about on Instagram? Hey, hey, Balls cheating, underscore sports underscore podcast. You cheating the, gr- cheatin the grind, boy. Yeah, boy. That boy, hey, that boy slacking right now. Hey, Dylan, what we telling him, man? Hey, bro, it's time to get off the name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. With that being said, we are done. The 233rd time, man. We out of here. You know what I mean? Hey, we appreciate y'all for listening to us. Y'all can be listening to any other sports, any other sports podcast in the world, but you're listening to us, and we appreciate that. Just keep giving us these clicks and these listens, and we keep giving you this content to ride to, vibe to, potentially get high to. Like Weezy, we out of here. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, is it me first? I thought it was Dylan. Yeah, Man, it's been a while since we've had all everybody. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, bye, hoes. Silly gamers. See you later. I'm not eating no beef on this side. Nah, I've been chasing chicken for a while. Wally Coyote been up on the style. Step on the shit like these niggas to town.